The Red 78. Once we were back, we were back for a period That was when the televisions were in black and white, Quinn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you had big buttons and no remote. Available every Wednesday. Don't miss a moment of action. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. I need to talk about this story because it's in the front of the uh, Telegraph as an exclusive, but it's also carried in the back of the mail. Um, Jeremy Wilson has this story, and it's Dr. Willie Stewart, who you might be familiar with. He's, he's spoken at length. We've had him on the show before, and he's been over in Dublin at various um, concussion conferences down through the years talking about the impact of um, regular impacts on the brain on sports people. They've done a, a longitudinal study now that finds former international rugby union players, these are Scottish players, are 15 times more likely to suffer the impact of motor neuron disease than the general public. They're also more likely to have dementia, twice as likely to develop dementia, and three times more likely to suffer Parkinson's. So they did a a survey of 400 former Scottish internationals. They linked this with, I think, 1,500 members of the general population cross-referenced their results and their findings have been published in the Journal of Neurology, Neurosurgery and Psychiatry. Um, Willie Stewart is, is the guy who proved that football was linked to neurodegenerative, neurodegenerative disease as well. So he's got a, a long track record of this and obviously uh, motor neuron disease is something that I think would have been spoken about quite as much. Uh, Dottie Weir I, I think is the most famous recent um, rugby player who has contracted MND obviously youth fan of Essayson died of it the former Gloucester forward it says in the Telegraph here Ed Slater has also been diagnosed with MND but as they say this is the first peer reviewed study which makes a direct link to rugby's heightened risk so he's calling for uh, no contract no contact training sessions during the week mm. um, I think Leinster were saying they only do 15 minutes contact training sessions over the course of the week and that'll be in two separate bursts yeah um, and that most of the uh, most of the full bore training has disappeared. Um, so Willie Stewart says they're genuinely really concerned about what's happening in the modern game. So this is uh, everybody had to be over thirty, right? But most of the people involved that they'd spoken to had played before professionalism, um, and so obviously before nineteen ninety five, and obviously the game has got bigger. The players have got fitter, stronger, heavier, faster. Uh, the, the heavier thing, maybe maybe they're not heavier, but they're certainly faster and stronger. Mm. And there was definitely a period where they were heavier, but that kind of has come back a little bit. And so he's very concerned about the impact that this is going to have. Rugby's in a really, really difficult spot when this type of finding is made. Because what, like... What, what do you push back with and say oh we're aware of the findings and we're taking steps like I, I yeah I was listening to I was listening to Mike Carlton on with yourself and Johnny the other morning talking about Tua Tagovailoa and, and, and the, the the serious dangers in, in the NFL as well but, but rugby seems to be in a, in a terrible position I know these same researchers in Scotland did a, a study on, on professional football as well and, and the risks of heading, heading the ball and, and, and the increased risk you were at I think was three and a half times more likely to develop dementia if you're a professional footballer um, the concern is that Willie, Dr Willie Stewart says in this piece is that in 20 years time he would expect that these figures are even more terrifying and scary um, 20 years goes um, sorry to tell you all but 20 years goes fairly fast uh, and you know people are going to be we're going to be sitting here in 20 years time 
with drastically different and, and scarier numbers uh, and nothing will have been done in, in the interim period because um, some sports seem very reluctant to move on from this there should be absolutely no need for, for contact sport during the week or during competition in rugby um, I, I remember reading the Jonathan, great Jonathan Aig biography on Muhammad Ali and he talked about the fact that in, in, the, in the 80s and late on in, in Ali's career when, when probably some damage had already been done um, like he used to practice for fights by repeatedly getting punched in the head and his logic was well I, I'm going to get punched so I need to be prepared to get punched which looking back now seems archaic and, and ridiculous but I have a feeling we're going to look back in it's not quite like the you know looking back at smoking ads in the 60s and saying oh look at what people did back then but it's not far off I think we're going to look back in 30 or 40 years um, at contact training in rugby and, and scrummaging at the moment in rugby and think why didn't we do something yeah they, they look I mean I think there's a fairly obvious call being made by Willie Stewart and uh, in fairness Aina Falvey's quoted here he's the chief medical officer of world rugby uh, he says he welcomes the call for more research and stresses that world rugby has established an independent concussion working group to consider the latest evidence this enables us to have a constant and open conversation about what changes to the game may be appropriate and he says um, they've already invested more than 10 million in welfare studies we'll continue to build on this work in our quest to make our game as safe as it possibly can be for players at all levels within the rugby family so um, this is a specific research to uh, Scotland there are now calls for this to be much more broadly studied across the world and um, they've actually spoken Doddy Weir is a columnist for the Telegraph they've spoken to him this morning and he says I personally wouldn't change anything about the game I enjoyed the game I also feel that playing rugby was not the cause for my disease I'm delighted for my sons to play the game and have no concerns for them getting MND I was very surprised with their findings it would be very interesting in how they came to that conclusion I find it hard to believe it would be good to see the biomarkers and evidence before I comment more and has also then called for more research into the causes of it yeah, um, Doddy obviously fully entitled to his opinion. Um, you know, you, you're going to listen to the medical team on teams on this. Uh, that's the the bottom line and the be all and end all here. Like, it's it just they've been very rugby's been quite slow to develop and, and move on from all this. Like, do, do they need? Do we need so many games? And like, from a from a fan's point of view, watching watching rugby, and when you hear stories like this, it makes you feel a little bit dirty as well because you know we expect rugby players to to get out there from an entertainment point of view and play loads of matches and take the hits and we all uh, praise the hits when they happen but uh, the impetus here shouldn't be on players because even in the NFL you look you know when a player undergoes a concussion protocol they're, they're going to want to get straight back on the pitch if, if the decision is down to a player um, you know they feel like their job is on the line their career is on the line their position in the team is on the line but um, realistically that the, these decisions have to be above the player and above the coaches Um we can only listen to medical professionals on this. I mean, here's me and you sitting here without any medical degrees, of course. But when you hear people like Dr. Willie Stewart, who we've, as you said, we've had in the show, and, and Ina Falvey, who's been a, a voice in this as well for, for many years, that is concerning. Um, and, and, and look, I don't know where this is going to be in 5, 10, 15, 20 years, but, but if, if these lads are to be listened to, and they should be, you'd be concerned. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.